Welcome to Relationship Real Talk, Live the Life's podcast. For over 20 years, we've been dedicated to strengthening marriages and families through relationship education. Our core goals are to reduce the Florida divorce rate by 50% by 2029, to increase the marriage rate, and reduce teen pregnancy and out-of-wedlock births. For more information about us, you can visit us at livethelife.org. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Relationship Real Talk. We have a full cast with us here today, men of the office and a special guest again. Just start to my right and introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. I'm Devin Crockett, and I'm a program coordinator here. And Jimmy Cash, deputy director, Tallahassee office. Richard Albertson. Bill Harper, man in search of my heart, and I'm the guy who brought the Return to Glory <laughs> retreat, and I'm here with the big bunch of men who came and killed me with paintball. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah. And I'm Tank Ackerman here with uh, Business Development. I'm Cameron Briggs, uh, former paintball sniper, and uh, I'm that guy. And before we dive into just our experience, uh, Bill, guess just tell a little bit about uh, the retreat, just the overall background. The Return to Glory Boot Camp was a Wild at Heart basic, and it's a men's retreat based on the book Wild at Heart, but so much more than that. We go through all kinds of sessions. It starts with the core desires of a man, the, uh, the epic story, the larger story, the poser, how we hide, how we were wounded, how God heals us out of our wound by giving us a new name, spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. um, how to rescue and love the beauty, sonship, receiving God as Father. So it takes you all the way through a journey in a weekend, and we break for quiet time to, to listen to the Word, to listen to God speak to you, and we have fun. And you guys had fun shooting <laughs> all of us. Definitely. So with that being said, we're just going to jump right in. Richard, If you, what what's the first word that comes to your mind about this weekend, about your experience? Joy. <laughs> I mean, I just, it was so cool to see men from all different generations light up and to see their masculine hearts come alive. And you could just see the awakening right before your eyes yeah. and seeing that bonding and connection between the guys, between fathers and sons. And just healing and restoration and reconciliation. And it was just uh, all that God designs us as men to be. So I was just overjoyed and overwhelmed. It was a, it was a great weekend. And I had fun with you guys, even though a couple times you tried to assassinate the leader, but, uh, but it was, we had, we had a good time. And I got, I was proud of our team too, Bill, because when we were working as a unit, when we were all together. We were undefeated. Crushing it. Nobody, yeah. nobody yeah. beat us when we worked together yeah. as a team, and that that says there's something in that too. How about you, Jimmy? What's what's the first word that jumps out to you? Intense. Mm. It was a it was a boot camp. It was a spiritual boot camp, and when I say intense, there was a moment that stood out to me that oh. That brought me into a place where my eyes opened and the veil was pulled back a little bit as to what we're actually um, facing as far as adversity in this life. And that's that moment where the LST crafts and Saving Private Ryan were 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 crashing through the waves and the men were uh, they were just they, they were covering their hearts and praying. And then the ramp falls in the first line of uh, men that, that were shot and, and they were, they died before they could ever make it to the beach. And then, and then when John Eldridge said, we were born 
in a world at war. Mm-hmm. And, and spiritually, that's that's what we're facing now. Mm-hmm. Bullets fi- flying everywhere, and it was just it was intense, and it was an intense moment. It was a revelation for me, and it was an incredible experience. Yeah, it was good. Fellas, jump in. You know how you feeling. I, honestly, I felt pretty invigorated. I thought it was an invigorating experience. Um, and when I say that, meaning it was just something that I felt like I had a chance to pause mm. out of life and get back to like some of the real core realities that's very meaningful. And um, this experience, man, I think every man need to go through it. Yeah. Honestly, every man. I wish we could say every woman, too, because they need it as well. But it just helped me just see some things that was in me that was I just kind of had stored away. And I didn't realize how much it, it drove me in other areas of my life. And so I would just want to just say invigorating. And I get wanted up, I guess, a little bit later on. So very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah, I would say <laughs> I would say, uh, man, probably feeling um, it was a lot. It was a lot like you're very correct with the intensive word. Mm-hmm. Um but it was like four sessions over two days, and that's just like Saturday, Sunday. We are, that's not even talking about. That's not even talking about. Well, that's Friday, Saturday. So I've been counting Thursday night and like Sunday morning. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm moving into a very big season of my life now, being engaged to Ashley. So it's one of those things of it's very nice to like see and hear, and it's like just getting advice and talking with God and saying like, what next step do you have for me in my life? Um, because I do experience that way of like, I don't know what this next step looks like. Like what is, what is my life after the life? What is my life going into marriage? Like, what am I going to bring to the table? So, you know, answering those questions and just trying to get more into touch with God through all those things as well. Um, I would just say challenging personally. I think, uh, masculinity has been something I've always walked around and tried to peek around and God's revealed things in parts and pieces. And so again, whenever you sit down with this intensive boot camp of, Hey, here's what masculinity really looks like. You know, yeah, I went in with some reservations and I just really love that God, even like talking with Cameron the first night, I was like, some of this is offensive to me, but I want to, I'm trying to give it a chance and I want to let go of my preconceived notions of what I think this is going to be. And just literally as it kept going, like God, every time I would try to put a wall up in defense, God would say, and then John Eldridge would just walk over that wall so politely. And just be like, well, it's, I'm not coming at you from a front. I'm coming at you for like towards through your heart. And I can't, you know, I can't, when it comes to the Lord, like I'm always going to be like open to that. And so that's just really, it was challenging. Like my brain would do one thing, but my heart would receive the truth. And so that was really great. Like that just kept happening over and over. And I mean, yes, I remember, getting home Sunday, even just like talking about it, even though it wasn't emotional Sunday, like I was just talking to my wife a little bit and I was like, Ooh, I'm still kind of soft there. <laughs> so it was just, it was just, it's really great to still even be on the edge a little bit. Like I'm happy that God's sticking with me in that my heart is open to receive more and to be more receptive to what he's doing around me. So, and it was definitely heavy. If I had oh, to describe yeah. it, <laughs> definitely heavy. But Tank, you brought up a good point. It was it was a moment of peace at the same time. The alone times with God, honestly, they came at perfect timing mm-hmm. because most of the time we're always moving. So just having that time where okay, where I have these personal questions that I mean, people really don't 
ask each other mm-hmm. often. You don't even think about them within yourself. So having those moments where, okay, now go off and digest what you just just listened to. And then the fact that it was already a, we were out from, you know, the city, everybody, mm-hmm. Tallahassee life. So just being able to sit down and just, okay, well, these are the questions. These are the issues that you're finding that God is revealing through the prayer. It was like, you really didn't have a choice. Best, it really was a boot camp in yeah. every sense of the word. Yeah. By the way, guys, this is Bill. I was the guy who put this on. This is my 17th one. Wow. And now that I'm thinking about it, it may be the best of all. Oh, wow. uh, one reason again here is John Eldridge, we have him on video and of course the movie clips on video, but we cut to use our live responders and stories. Now we gave this with our own talk mm-hmm. a while back. We can't put a candle, take a candle to that, to John. He wrote the book. He's been doing this 16 years. So we cut and we go with live responders to tell our stories, which we did. And I'll tell you, I knew it was going to be good because the, the resistance, the warfare coming mm-hmm. against me yeah. in the weeks prior, months prior. For one thing, I, I because of my other team members were so taken out by their job load over there at the legislature, which was in session, or FedEx regional manager, a guy who's trying to move his family to Charlotte. And I felt all alone, which is my root wound, which is abandonment, by the way. But this time, um, I I didn't feel it. It was more like a plank on the armor, you know, like a Mm -hmm. BB hitting me, like annoying, right? Okay, you know, right, Billy? (laughs) So that had stayed strong. And then three days prior, I got a real gut punch. Now, this one hurt. This one rattled me. And when I called my brothers in prayer, when I called these guys to rally around me, I felt the flanks of warriors around me. There is is warfare. There's all this Mm -hmm. resistance. And we knew it was going to be good. So for me, it was a powerful experience to bring it. And the joy, the joy at seeing men, there's that special look when it's a mixture of sorrow and it's a mixture of joy and the face is wet and it's not all sorrow because there's a release when a guy Mm -hmm. finally gets it. Come on. Yes. Just just one. It's it's good enough. But there were there were many. Yes. And that's when I felt God put his hand on my shoulder and it was kind of like. Uh, well done, yes. my faithful warrior. Mm-hmm. I am well pleased in you. And I <laughs> felt him during that session there. So powerful, man. And I want to thank, by the way, these guys came in mass. My brother Richard Albertson supported me in that time when I felt abandoned, supported me bigger than any other any, the team. And Richard, thank you for bringing all, all your men. And thank you for shooting me in the back. With <laughs> we do have fun on these things. <laughs> Wow. I, I did want to say something. I didn't know if no, you were to it. But um, <clears throat> I just want to share because this here, this experience for me was so, man, it was powerful. And I'm kind of glad I, I took time to come out to this. Richard, I thank you for opening up for everyone to come. But I didn't realize, even as a man, um, I had trust issues. I didn't realize that. And a lot of times I feel as a black man, I just be real. There's a certain there's a certain experience that other white males yeah. don't really go through. Mm-hmm. So there are always so there's a level of like there's a wall a little bit that you build with other brothers, even they could be brothers in Christ. And I felt a little bit a little bit more comfortable with sharing with people who maybe they identify what I ended up going through. So what happened is that I felt like and I shared this before is that I felt like I had these tears of hurt from my father 
that was stored in my heart. And I felt like this weekend, I felt like Jesus just came in, man, and just <laughs> wrung out that heart and just dropped those old tears That's good. that was sitting inside my soul. And I was able to like, man, I didn't realize this, but I, I, and I'll share one part of this. I saw my father. My father, like many of you guys' fathers, he was in and out of my life. But I saw him get handcuffed as a 13-year-old man, mm-hmm. a 13-year-old boy, and put in the back mm-hmm. of a police car. And it hurt me so bad that it driven me to the point where I felt like I had to make everything in my life perfect because I didn't want to be put in that same position. Mm-hmm. How could I keep this from happening to my 13-year-old if I have a child? What can I do so he won't ever have to have that same experience? This weekend took me back to that 13-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. And I had a chance to face and deal with that. I was snotty. <laughs> I was wet mm-hmm. with tears. Yeah. <laughs> but it was raw. It was so raw that I'm glad to get a chance to experience. So I really just I, I want to just say thank you, mm. Bill, for following what God has put in your heart to do and try to lead this thing to charge. I'm and Richard, you open it up for the staff to come. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. But you did. Yeah. <clears throat> and I felt and I because honestly, it just it felt so good, man. I felt <laughs> so recharged. You know what I'm saying? I really did. Yeah. So thank you, man. I just want to thank you for that. So oh, the joy, the, the joy. One of the joys for me was mm-hmm. watching the some of the sons that were there to have your son Ooh. there, Zeke, and your son wow. Jacob, Ooh. and to yeah. watch them when you're going into that wound and you're mm-hmm. ha- and you're going through that rough spot, and that's being revealed to you yeah. to see your son. Pray out loud over oh, you and the men, fellowship of men surrounding you in prayer and uh, and releasing some of that. That's where the healing was. Yeah, come on. And so to watch that, I will never forget that wow. yeah. for the rest right. of my life. Oh, watching yeah. Jacob pray right. for you yeah. in that healing process when the Lord is working on you to have your own son yeah. press into that. You you guys you can run on that fuel for a yes. long yes. time, and yes. you you have a down day, you have a bad day. Yeah. You think about that, you're going to feel better, and you're yeah. going to go, man. That was a that was a marker. The Lord gives us these things. You know, you have these dry seasons in the, when you walk in faith, right? right? But that's a marker that yes. you need to drive in yes. the ground and and don't forget some of those things that you heard and that you went through, and how the Lord per- became personal mm. to you. Yeah. It's it's rich. So, yes. Richard, what made you make this a, a mandatory thing for the men on staff to go to? What what pulled you into yeah. that direction to say, okay, this is this is definitely something we all need to go to? Well, this is something near and dear to my heart. I've been a, a friend uh, uh, reading John Eldridge for twenty years. He's one of my favorite writers, absolute top five writers. And uh, when my friend Bill came and said, "Hey, Richard, you know we want to do this," I'm like, "I'm all in." You know, I, I I get it. I see what you're doing. Let's rally around this guy. Let's make this thing happen. And I knew what could happen because I've been leading high school boys doing this kind of work for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And so I know what the Lord often does in these situations. Mm-hmm. And that always brings me joy to see that with my own eyes and be part of it and to be kind of a catalyst to help. Sometimes get push things a little bit because sometimes as men we want to pull back. Yeah. And I'm all whenever uh, whenever you see a man hesitate, 
or you see a young man hesitate out on the paint, whether it's on the paintball field <laughs> or there he's hesitating spiritually to have another man in there to kind of push a little bit and, and press and engage, always engage them at that point. And, mm-hmm. and don't, don't leave them there. Be there to encourage them. It's, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and confront those things that I, I knew that was a potential of what could happen. And, uh, so, and I also knew that my brother wanted help. And so, you know, it's like a, that last day when they gave us our, our, uh, Link. Our, link our chain link come on Y'all you know right. we are we're yeah. all brothers right we all yeah. we're all on that link yeah. and they, they did that exercise with all of us like this and that we're part of that link and i knew that that was part of it <laughs> and we're only we're only as strong as that weakest link and i knew that we wanted to be there for each other to support what you were doing because it's not you man <laughs> what man that. doesn't need this come on whatever age you are, men need this kind of experience. So yeah. my appreciation to you is for your leadership and pushing through that and, mm-hmm. and getting those attacks yes. and getting beat up, sure. getting beat up for a worthy cause. Yes. But it goes back to the scripture. Yes, it was, you went through a nightmare, but you didn't get to the point where you had to bleed. Scripture says, well, you didn't get hurt to the point where you had to bleed. And I go, okay, what Jesus went through was a lot worse. Yes. So right. you're, 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 you're the, you're in the fellowship of the flogged. Thank you. The yeah. fellowship of the beaten. And when you do that and you go through that as difficult as it is, and then you see the fruit of it. Yes. You're like, I want to do that again. Yes. I want to do that again. I want to bring other men. Yes. Other men need that. Men yes. all over our community, all over our world need this. Especially so thank you for your leadership Rich, to make it happen. You're absolutely so welcome. For me, I knew that we needed a season of restoration. These are going to be seeds that are planted for the future. And the resistance being huge, but when I can see men wake up and light up in this, and by the way, the part about the fathers being prayed over by their sons, that's powerful. That, that, I don't recall that ever happening, okay? The, the movement of the spirit that brought us to absolutely miraculous places yeah. astounded me beyond my wildest dreams. <laughs> and I am honored to have served in that. And I'm, man, I was worn out, but I'm getting charged <laughs> yeah. up for the next one every day. <laughs> Well, I also want to thank you. I'm sorry. I also want to thank you for allowing us to deviate a little bit because I asked your permission because as men, we have to submit to authority. You are the authority. And I went and asked you, I said, hey, I got some sons here. I got some guys here. I want to take them into that wound. And are you okay with that? And you gave me permission. So had you not done that we would have missed something really important that happened as a group and as individuals that was very powerful. By the way, we don't normally suggest it as a father-son retreat, mainly because there's a father wound in there. What will happen is the son will get really upset about the father wound. It could be some animosity there, and the father's pestering the son, and it could be a breakup. They've said that before. In this case, it was much the opposite. There was a huge healing synergy of your son Mm -hmm. praying over you really Mm -hmm. okay so we're going to reconsider this in the future we learn to go with the flow and that night you were in question we had i forget what we had quiet time or something but when you guys come as a group first of all the cohesive group that you got here at live the life your leadership and heart Mm -hmm. fathers with their sons oh that was a no-brainer richard that was (laughs) right holy spirit and i mean you know so and i know we had people walking by that were going like what are they they doing i I wanted to i want to be a part of that you know what i mean so um for me the experience uh is uh it it was just it was gas poured in my tank to add words to what Richard said that that should 
keep me spiritually going for a long, long time. I was able to share a heart wound in front of everyone, and my son heard it for the first time. So that gave him some perspective on, you know, and, and some understanding towards me that he didn't have. I did not expect him to react the way he did, and certainly not to literally take authority and lay hands on me and and, and pray like he did. So it was, it was a blessing. It was a blessing I wasn't looking for. And, and like you, I fought, fought a little hell on the Mm -hmm. way over there. And the day that I was there, that, that, that Friday, that, that first day after Thursday, we got there Thursday, that first morning. uh, Yeah. It was there was some adversity on my part. Can you share a little bit about that? Tell them, tell um, them, because that's so, that's part of that redemptive. Yes, that's part of that redemption and how the Lord works. And yeah. if you're comfortable sharing that, I, I think you should. Okay, so Jacob um, is my youngest son. My oldest son didn't come, and I got a I got mess. I got word uh, Friday morning that he had he'd been in a, a bad car accident that he had. Um, he was in a pa- he was a passenger in a vehicle that had a head-on collision uh, the night before. He lives up in Alabama, and I immediately called his sister, and I'm in tears, and I'm thinking all kind of emotions like, if he was here, he wouldn't be there, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Daddy, he's home. He's 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 got a horrible concussion and a contusion to his head, and his lung is bruised, but he's home." And I was like, okay, he's home. So, so I got off the phone with her, and and I, it was during that all hour of solitude. And I'm like, God, what do you, what 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 am I to do here? Because I feel like I need to go get my Jacob, mm-hmm. pack up, and go up to Huntsville. And God was like, No, if you do that, you will not receive what mm-hmm. I have for Come you. On. Yes. Come on. And I'm thinking, what? I wasn't coming here to receive anything. I was coming because <laughs> I wanted to come and Richard wanted us to come and I wanted to be there, but I wasn't really looking for anything in particular. Three hours later, the heart wound exercise and 49 year old Jimmy took a, took a uh, trip in time back to 12 year old Jimmy. And, and I was able to share that with a group and, uh, and then Jacob, Heard it for the first time and laid hands on me and prayed for me and I'm walking on water now. Well, <laughs> just, well, you know, I'm blessed. When there's another one, you'll be able to bring that son up in Huntsville yes. down. Yes, and, and he said he's quite coming. A story. And he it said he's be coming. Quite a story. Yes. Um, the uh, the group you guys you guys came here. This is an amazing thing. Have you ever noticed you walk out of a sermon? Okay, and maybe it's good. It'll stick with you for an hour or two, but then it's gone. And you notice how these guys said that they are picking, they are living this as a lifestyle. This Mm -hmm. has been my lifestyle, to be able to see the attacks of the enemy, to make sure I'm not handing my question to my wife, to Mm -hmm. my job, but Mm -hmm. that God's answering my question. The ways that I hide in spiritual warfare, agreements. Okay, the enemy telling me, no, you know, you'll never Go back at the word never, and I mm. don't absorb that. So this is a lifestyle. Are you yeah. guys seeing that? Yes. Is it sticking with you mm-hmm. after the fact? What's sticking oh, with you? I would say for me, so um, me and my wife, obviously, like we're we've almost been married for two years now, so we're still pretty new, been together for about eight. And so again, 
we go into this because we used to go, we used to, we learned a lot about emotional health. So, you know, all the time, how are you doing? You know, we work here, you know, how is your heart today? What, what can I talk to you about? And so even just being present with myself more, you know, she would say something about, Oh, you know, like this will never happen. I'm like, I don't agree with that. Like I can immediately step in and say, no, like that's an agreement that you made or like, I, I will have said something and she's like, oh, well, I thought you meant this. I'm like, well, I want you to know that's an agreement you made. That's not, that's not true. Like take a second and know that I love you. And the way that again, silly things like I would like as a joke, you know, like you know how I just like play with your wife and be playful. Like, I did something like this and she's like, oh, I'm like, what are you scared of? She's like, I don't know. So you're going to hit me. I'm like, why did you think that? And you know, and we can just push into that. And mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh wow. Like, I don't know why I think that I'm like, well, then you should, you should consider like, why do you think that's an option? Cause I've never done that before. And so just even that, like just being aware with my spouse, being aware mm-hmm. with myself, like stepping into every situation. And, and again, like, am I being my best self today? Like, am I being whatever I bring to the table? Is that me seeking out adventure? Is that me, you know, if I'm going to sit on the couch, whereas my wife could be, you know, she wants to invest with me or we, us be personal or even us like have sex. Like, am I being present in that or am I submitting to like, oh, well, I just don't feel like it or that's adventure that could, that, that brings forth our relationship and it bonds us and it makes mm-hmm. us stronger. And like, there's things that I, I should be pushing our relationship forward in and that's in confidence and in boldness and in truth mm-hmm. and even just literally since from we left Sunday to today, like I'm, I'm excited to see my wife. I'm excited to be in the presence with her and knowing that, Hey, like I have to be not only an example in a way of like a burden, but an example of what, if I'm going through something, I want her to know it and have my friends know it. And then her feel like it's just not on my wife. Okay. And I can share it with my friends and her. And they're like, yeah, like I was talking to Cameron or I was talking to Alfonso. I was talking to my bosses and they just like prayed over me in that moment. And she can know, wow, like it's not just me. People really love him too. And that makes her feel strong enough to go, well, then I need a community. I need people like our friends, Ashley and Kaylin, where she can go talk to them and pray for her. They can pray for her. So just so many things. God's just revealing like, hey, your life isn't just nine to five. You're working a nonprofit. Yeah, it's ministry, you know, and I once in a while can pray for somebody. But no, it's like, God, how am I seeking out adventure in you today? How am I following your ministry today? And that's just that's what I'm super excited about. Just just to go and seek out adventure and joy and just truth over myself. That's good. Evan. That's good. Um, could I say something? I want to go back a bit about something you said um, we were talking about earlier. And then Jimmy hit on it. Doug, uh, um, Richard, you brought it up. There's something about <clears throat> when a young man, and particularly your son, prays over you. There's a validation that comes because we don't know how we are as fathers. Okay, we just try to hope do the best <laughs> we can. We, that's really what it comes down to. Hope your child just turns out well, but you don't realize how much it feels. It it soothes the soul to hear your son be able to pray over you. And when I heard those words from my son, it jacked me up. <laughs> I had never, I don't, I didn't, I mean, you know, you have different people. I didn't realize that. It's not like there was some, it was staged or pre- just his words was so piercing to my soul, but it was soothing at the same time. It jacked everybody up. It was <laughs> literally, and they said the video, the father and son relationship is cosmic. Oh, and li- so I don't, it literally, they started praying and I was like, whoa, like this is some next level stuff. Like goosebumps crying. I'm like, man, I, I don't know what's happening to me right now. It was yes. amazing. 
I would, I would, if, if any, if you have, that should be mandatory. I if you have kids, <laughs> drag them here. <laughs> Don't, you drag them here. <laughs> Tank, Tank, I'm well ahead of you because what I was thinking is that I need to incorporate this thing as a model or at least not mandatory, but it should be an offering and an yes. opportunity. And okay. as we get moving, one of us is going to stand up on my staff and explain <laughs> what it looked like when it went yeah. down. Your your yeah. other son who's who got beat up will be there. <laughs> oh I, yeah, God had already led with that, oh, but I'm wow. in for that. Yes. Can oh. I just say at least with me, like, so my dad wasn't there, and I've I have a lot of dad problems. So it's like, in the most genuine way, whenever I heard all these men share their experience, I could go, I want to say that piece to my dad. I want to because I know that y'all were doing the write the letter to the dad piece. And so I was just all these pieces on my like, oh, I could say that and I could say that and I could say that. And that gave me this like grounded like, okay, these men are in Christ and I kind of feel that way, but is that a bad thing to say? Is that honest? Is it mean? And and even with the you know, the dad praying for the son, like, how much more transparent can you be than to sit in front of your dad and say, Yeah, this is how my dad messed up, and then your dad get an opportunity to say, I'm so sorry, and then pray for you. Or you then like your dad go through it and then you pray for your dad. Like, I would if my it also it also softens the heart of the young man mm. because they don't know the journey that their dads have been Come on. on. That's good. Cool. And so they're seeing them through the lens of, well, why don't I have this and why don't I have that? And I wish I had had this opportunity with my dad because I have no idea what he went through. And if he had ever had a chance to go to something like this and impress into that, engage in that, it probably would have softened my heart towards him. Wow. He was on a journey that I didn't go on. I don't, whatever he went through, I probably got a worse, a, 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 not quite a severe dose of it than what he got growing up. Yeah. His was probably much worse than what mm. I got. Mine was bad, but his was probably a lot worse. Mm. But maybe I would have gotten some understanding. Yeah. If I had been there and heard that, that would have softened me to be able to go, you know what? I can I can forgive my dad because now I see. Oh, okay, that explains a lot. Mm. Dad, what happened? Oh, you and you had mm. never told him that story, no. and you had never told that story. Never. So for them to hear that, it immediately softens. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but you invite that process to happen, and that's exactly it's how the Lord works. <laughs> I mean, we're, this is what we're supposed to be doing as a band of brothers in the churches. This is the kind of stuff that we're doing. This is warfare. This is that that working together arm in arm. And uh, the one of my one of the things on the weekend was being in the Shire. I'm never going to forget mm. that. Our, so many of our churches and so many of our Christian men, we're in the we're living in the Shire. Meanwhile, the world's the burning down. That comfortable little place. Comfortable little place. Oh, to be as well. Don't yeah. bother me. Don't step out. Everything's fine. Out there. Hey, say a couple prayers. Go to the men's barbecue. <laughs> make sure you tithe. Lay and me that's down our, to sleep. And Lay me down to sleep. Gentle Jesus, meek and mild. And then, meanwhile, there's a war the going out here. And you just look at the news. Yeah. Look what's happening all over our world. And we are at a in a in a world at war. And we're focusing on our little shire. And as long as I got my four hundred one k and everything's okay, yeah. and I make my car payment, and we think that's life. Mm. And we're missing it because we're not doing this together. If men would wake up to this. And think about that. And that masculine heart was to awaken. Is there anything that could stop that? Come on. Right. right. There's nothing that could stop yeah. that. And that's why the devil fights so hard to shut our hearts down. Because he knows if all of you woke mm -hmm. up, 
you would change the world. And just to piggyback off of that, I feel like the biggest mm-hmm. or one of the biggest takeaways for me was just the mention of spiritual warfare throughout mm-hmm. the entire weekend. You don't hear about that yeah. enough, do you? You don't. And it's and it's real. Even my because my dad, that's conversations I've had with him at a young age. But when and I forgot, I forgot his name. But when he came up, I think it was Saturday morning and he preached and he said all the devil has to do is three easy things. And you would mm-hmm. think it would be hard to get you to do but to get slow down your prayings prevent you from reading reading the bible and prevent you from sharing the struggles that you went through mm-hmm. and actually praising god and those without doing those three things you're in this gray area lukewarm area and then in spiritual warfare, that's perfect for the enemy. Perfect. He's yeah. not doing nothing. He can be praying. You can go out helping all the people you want to help out. But it's like, okay, you're not praying. You're not you're not talking to your father. You're not even reading his laws, his instructions. Mm-hmm. And then you're not telling people the work that he's done. So you're, you're just as bad as everybody else, really, if right. we really exactly. want to talk right. about it. So just that was something that stuck out the most for me is like mm. you gotta continue to walk heavy in your faith Thank an awakening you. of vision where you can see with the eyes of the heart by the way speaking of eyes there's a camera on us right now that caught my eyes but if those of you don't see the camera Richard when you were talking about this special holy anointed gathering of fathers and sons praying okay my eyes were seeing like a miracle revelation that has never happened in my experience I knew this was going to be good because of the warfare coming in, especially the personal, just everything, you know, yeah. it's, coming in. it's always going to be good. But I never knew how good you had told me what you were doing. But all of a sudden, the p- curtain was pulled back and the beauty, uh-huh. holiness that gave energy that gave uh, that gave validation to the sons for <coughs> generations to come because you'll be able to pass that on. Oh, yes, sir. We're on to something big. <laughs> wow. And I, at the same time, I felt to be a part of something amazingly miraculous that happened on my watch. But oh. it was just God. It was a Holy Spirit right. who brought this thing down. So, And it wow. took seven years for us to do that. Here in Tallahassee, the men's ministries have shut down. Yeah, I know. And men have pulled back. Wow. We have all withdrawn. Mm. And we've all played our little Shire church yep. game. And, and now we're like, wow, the devil won all these years. Look at all those, look at all those years. I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers at it. It's just men in general. We, mm-hmm. we were, we're, we're content by putting box, passive. got passive, put God in this little box. <laughs> and that's a boring faith. Mm-hmm. Who wants that? Yeah. That's yes. not the faith we're called to, but that's the faith most men live in, this little mm-hmm. box. And when you start to see outside that and you see that there is a bigger picture, there is a more epic story, it lights you up as a man and it makes you mm-hmm. want to charge that hill and it makes you want to go, we, we need have 10 times more guys more, go next more. time and we need to spread this word to everybody because if we got this if even just a little bit of our a small percentage of the men in our community got this it would change our community they got this what did the football coach say he liked about that man he's got heart mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. he's got heart i'm a man in search of my heart hallelujah come yeah. on with it yeah. man that's exactly well, right. well i was going to say if anything i think it brought everyone together everyone was able to share their story and you got a chance to get a little bit more in depth of understanding about right. that person, that individual. especially on the paintball field. Oh, you guys, <laughs> you guys I, well, I, I gotta say that. Let, okay, so let me add to that. There was two, two, two moments that I was most proud of my son mm-hmm. over the weekend. 
The first one was, of course, when he laid hands on me and prayed for me, of course. But there was a second moment when he volunteered to be a captain, a team squad leader, a captain for paintball. I got to say, I was a little puzzled, though. <laughs> I already know exactly what you're about to say. I was a little puzzled. I know exactly what he's going to say. So I, I didn't get picked by him. Because <laughs> he wanted to shoot you, Jimmy. So I got put on a team with a bunch of old men. <laughs> and we got our butts handed to us the first round. I mean, I, I got two two rounds off, and then I took one center mass, and I was done. I'm like, all right, I'm out. That was quick, 30 seconds. So I go back, you know, trot back off the field. But one of the things that me and two other old men decided to do was, you know what, we got we got this age by being a little smart and learning how to do things, right? So we worked out, you got my left, and you got my right, and you got my back. We're going to. We're going to survive this. And we did. We survived the last two of the three matchups and we won. So, um, but you guys, I got the opportunity to watch you guys work together as a team. Mm -hmm. And Tank had a moment where it was like saving Private Ryan or (laughs) (laughs) he, he, he runs across the field and grabs the flag. He's, he's out of, I don't even know if he had him. I was out of paintballs. Yeah. Yeah. He was out of ammo. Those of you listening at home, he was out of ammo. Yeah. Yeah. For for paintball, we just want to make sure you understand it's it's for paintball. Live rounds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I took the sacrifice to run and grab the flag when I knew there were bullets. I said, I'm going to take one for the team. And they were literally, uh, someone was saying, Tank, we saw when you grabbed the flag and you were running. It said the paintball is like literally just running, like coming behind you yeah. as you were spreading. I literally, because you can't take your mask off. Yeah. I think I ran with every breath that I had. Yeah. I literally, I could have passed out. If I'd have passed out, they're just like, yeah, that was it for Tank. <laughs> but they even had a blast. Just to build off of what Jimmy's experience with his son, how was it? The fellowship time when we was on the basketball court, how was it seeing Zeke just interact with everybody else? You say interact, he dominated yeah, he that basketball he game. In in, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I've always coached him, mm-hmm. you know, in basketball, but to play against him sometimes, it was really cool. It's really cool. And not only that, for everyone else to get a chance to experience him, I couldn't believe he was out there in slides. As he was, it was the weirdest thing. But he's got flip flops on, and he's out maneuvering everybody yes. on the court. Oh, yeah. Flip flops, flip flops. Mm-hmm. But it was so cool to be out there. I mean, I, I, I felt like a young kid again. I'm be honest mm-hmm. with you. I felt like a young kid. I feel like a kid that just sat there and just got a, a, awakened because what happens? You begin through life, you can get on autopilot. Mm-hmm. You almost have a tendency to put yourself behind because you're focusing on other things. But man, and you lose, like and you lose heart. You lose, you lose heart. You lose heart. You do. When you're 80 years old, Tank, yeah. you still need to have that 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 young boy's yeah. heart. Yep. Don't lose that. Yes. That's exactly. important. Yes. Have you noticed this activity thing that we do, this adventure thing? Now, these uh-huh. are these planes. You know, we hear about paintball, but it's really essential. One thing, uh, guys, when we get together and get down into the hearts and open our hearts, then to go release it and do something active and do something challenging. So I really hope that we'll get to go back to a place with this cool paintball arena as that one. But you see the perfect mix on this is we don't sit in this in this in this wonderful, yeah. tender, you know, journeying place. Uh, we get out and do something. Right. So the combination between those two things is a powerful. And if you don't, if you think that's accidental with John Eldridge, that 
we just happen to be playing paintball while we're talking about warfare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you think that's an accident, oh, it's supposed to be, oh, I get it. Oh, there's a yes. lot going on here. What are you trying yes. to say? Are you doing sarcastic stuff over there again? No, I was just... No, he's like, he's just in, he's in battle. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I think it should be mandatory. I know it sounds silly, even if it's just to go sit and watch, but... For me, it's like, again, I, I had, just like with everything else we talked about this weekend, I had an agreement to ba- uh, paintball is going to hurt me. Like there's, I'm always, I'm never going to do it because I just don't, I don't like being hurt. But then just something with this weekend, I was like, well, you know, a whole warrior thing, if it hurts, then I'll get shot once and I'll go sit yeah. down and Richard's I'm just like, oh, you don't like pain? Da, 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 da. And then we beat him. So. Yeah, and then we did what we destroyed them. But I just think, <laughs> <laughs> but I just think uh, even, yeah. even with one. it, I think you're right. I think everyone should go out there. And even if, again, even if there's 10 teams, you only got to play once or twice. You got over your pain pretty quick. Oh, you were a warrior. <laughs> he was a warrior was out there. In you his see how Devin started? <laughs> when, he, when he started versus how he ended at the end of the weekend, he was like a ninja out there. Yes. Right. He was on yes. fire. He was the best offensive weapon. I mean, yes. he was amazing. Needy yeah. mud. Yeah. yeah. Covered we won those last two. Oh, I know that. That's what I'm saying. You see, so you started off like that, and you know, and and Devin, that's the point. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the point. Not just on the paintball field, but on the warfare field, yeah. and on the yes. church, and on our faith, yes. and on our following Christ. That's they good. are connected. That's yeah. huge. Yes. Hey, let's see if we can bring this in for a landing. This was a link. I'm holding a Stainless steel chain, chain link, uh, one link, and that represents how we need to band up as brothers. Okay, yes. um, remember that I had to kind of bring in and, and do a lot of this myself, and part of this was finding my team for next time. And I think I'm sitting in a band of freaking freaking <laughs> uh, team of Navy SEALs right now because you got the heart for it. You know where we're going, and do you know what that does for me when you're not alone, especially a guy who had a, an abandonment wound all his. So I'm really looking forward to bringing this back with your stories and your heart and everything you're going to bring to it, because this message is too good. We must keep we must put it out there. And there is resistance because it's that good. Yes, absolutely. Right. So for where we going from here, we're in the future. I am thrilled. And, sir, uh, (laughs) Richard Alberson, I see you. I see which, you too, which in the culture mm-hmm. means I have your back, you mm-hmm. have mine, and we will it. both bleed and die for each Amen. other. Amen. We we are locked in arms. We Amen. are. Mm-hmm. Bill, and Bill, thank you for making it where it's not. You don't have you don't have that stumbling block where it's expensive, right? Mm-hmm. It was I couldn't even believe. I mean, it was a great price, and some people can equate price with value of your product, mm-hmm. but the, quali- the quality, the value that you got, oh my right. goodness, overwhelming. And it varies. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's similar to what we do for um, Adventures in Marriage. Right, yeah. And it's just one of those things, but it's such a good stuff in them, at. I also want to thank you for being obedient to the Lord and bringing R.V. Brown. He R. was, Brown. he yes. knocked it out of the park <laughs> Sunday morning. He was, a, he was <laughs> incredible. T. He, got he brought the fire that brought the balance <laughs> the to the curriculum <laughs> and the teaching and the instruction. So I, I didn't have to be obedient. That was a gift from God. That, that was, was a little <laughs> pearl, a dove that landed on no, no, a big freight steamroller that <laughs> landed on it. Well, that oh. DH right there knocked yeah. it out of the park. That's right. God, God sent you a designated hitter. I'll pass he, that on to RV. Yes. <laughs> and do we already have a link or something for the next, next year? Not the, yet. It's coming. I'm actually, uh, folks, that that as that the big big draw for the next one is good, but I've heard something more important. 
captivating for the women. Yeah. yeah. Women to do something for them because that has never happened. Remember, I've done 17 of these. Haven't done one for wow. the women. So I'm looking for a leader to step up. I can be an organizer. I can be behind the scenes, you know, logistics. But I'm praying for that, too. But, wow. man, it's coming, Alfonso. It's coming. I know. Something right. like that. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Again, thank everybody for sharing their past experiences with this uh, retreat. It was definitely, definitely experience. I will always, yeah. <laughs> always say it. And we are now offering free classes in Florida through our Healthy Marriage Initiative grant. If you are interested, check out livethelife.org slash aim. If you are if you're in the military and you're interested in learning more about this program, you can reach out to us by emailing Ashley at livethelife.org. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you feel educated, encouraged, and empowered to thrive in whatever relationship you're in.